The She Strong Media Podcast is a place that is created to help you build faith, to encourage you, and to equip you to do all that God has planned and purposed for you. And our goal here is that you would genuinely enjoy your everyday life in Christ as we get to learn, know, and trust our Lord Jesus Christ more. My name is Abisi Courage and I'm your host. My prayer for you today as you step into this episode is that it would bless you enough, inspire some transformation in your life. God bless you and let's get in there. Hey there guys, you are welcome again to another episode of the She Strong Media Podcast. <laughs> I'm super excited, you know, to be here again. You know, um, I was thinking the other day, I was like, God is doing something. Because I I have a lot of energy these days, like to, you know, do the podcast. I really want to do recordings these days, like. It's amazing. And if you've been here for a while, you know, it takes time for me to put out content. But I'm super grateful because this is like God answering my prayer. I was like, Lord, if there's one thing I want to be consistent with this year, it is this podcast. Because I really pray that God can use this platform to be a blessing to a lot of other people. So I was like, please help me to be consistent with this platform. So I'm really grateful. And I'm so thankful to you guys. So if you didn't catch my name from the beginning, my name's Abisi Courage. And I really want to welcome you who is here for your first time. Um, Just feel comfortable and you're going to hear me ramble a lot. I think that makes everyone comfortable at some point. Like you're just like, she's, she's okay. <laughs> so I'm really so grateful that you take out like a time during your day to listen to a podcast that's really amazing and i really do appreciate you all and to everyone who is a part of this growing community i love you so much and i'm super excited to you know be here and to be talking about what we have on our table today as you can see by the title of the episode um it is one of those topics where i was like i had to take a while before i was like breathing and i was like okay god i think it's it's time i feel like i'm you know, in the place where I can talk about this, you know, now. So I was like, okay, because it is quite a sensitive topic and having to, like, I have done my homework before actually trying to talk about this because it is a sensitive topic to so many people. For someone, it's just like, what under the rug? And for someone, it's like really, really deep, you know. So I did gather a lot of data and I did do a lot of research. I also got into God's word and I also got to talk to a lot of other Christians, you know, people I have also here in Dubai and maybe from different parts of the world and also you guys. So a little bit about this episode, it's going to be like a question and answer kind of episodes because these are your questions. Amazing, right? You know, I just love when I tell you guys, Please do send in your questions, send in the emails because you guys do, <laughs> you guys really do. And I'm really super grateful for that. So this episode is going to consist or it's going to have some of those questions here and there. And, and we're going to try to have answers for those questions. So um, I'll just quickly pray before we continue to go anywhere. You know, Lord, I really want to thank you because you've brought us here to learn. You've brought us here to understand and to apply wisdom. So I pray for everyone who is listening right now and even me who is sharing that um we continue to have our eyes on you as we listen. And I pray that our hearts are in a place where it's ready to learn. We're having a teachable spirit that will grow from everything we will learn here today. And it will just inspire us to be better people, a better community, and to continue to represent you to the lost end. You know, 
thank you lord jesus amen uh so guys i'm really super grateful you know to have had the opportunity to have a conversation with some of you guys and we got talking about this topic and i was like it is something that you know especially with the africans i don't know i don't know why i had to say this but then i realized like through all my conversations um i would say 95 percent of africans have maybe experienced church hurt in one way or the other um and you know it is something that we've all just like at some point i felt like everyone was just like oh we're used to it that's what happens you know in that community but you know it is something that should we we could do better that's that's the only thing i'm gonna say uh, so before I get into the details of this topic of today, we are going to have our five minutes of being thankful. So you guys know it is a tradition here. Now it's a tradition because I was going to just go straight into the episode. But I was like, no, we have to do it. Like it keeps us in the state of being thankful to God, like just giving gratitude to Jesus all the time. So we have one to five minutes we take in every episode if you're new here to say something we are grateful for either for the month for the day for your week like anything just say lord i'm thankful and you know every time i do an episode and i say this it reminds me of the song by brandon lake which says gratitude that was one of the songs i loved in 2022 because it just reminded me that at the end of the day nothing you do like you just come before the Lord, lay down everything at his feet and just raise up your hands and thank him for everything because the songs will get finished. Everything that you're doing will get finished. Not enough words will say it, but with the lifting up of our hands, we get to say thank you to God. So you can make a prayer, lift up your hands and say thank you, Lord, for my week, for my day, for my mom, for my dad, for school, like for whatever. And for me, I always have to tell you guys, um, but I'm going to try to keep it short today. Um. For me, like, I'm just really grateful to God for peace. You know, I think I've been having the weird gratitude stuff lately. I'm just like, Lord, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for your faithfulness. Now I'm thankful for peace. And, you know, it is something that is amazing me. Uh, The other day I was talking to my pastor and I was like, I feel like I'm just okay. And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, I feel like I'm just peaceful. Everything is just good. And it's it's making me worried because I'm like, Maybe something is coming, you know, when there's quiet and peace, you're just like, oh, what is happening? What is going to happen next? What is coming up next? You know, but he was like, that is good. He was like, why don't you now change your focus? He was like, shift your mind and just be grateful for this moment of peace that you have. And just don't think about what is going to happen next or what you think is going to happen. Like, even if something happens, he was like, it's still going to be for your good. You're still going to learn something from it. God is still going to teach you something from it and it is all going to work for your good. And I was like, that's true. It's okay. (laughs) So I just really want to thank God for his peace because it is something that we all pray for. We all pray for peace. And I always love praying for peace because I would always just like to have peace in the midst of a storm. So just not having a storm and just being peaceful. So I was like, Lord, thank you. Thank you for peace. Uh, I don't know what your thing is, but you can pause the podcast and please feel free to just like take a minute or two to say thank you to Jesus. Um, So um, I would like to kick off this episode with pointing out four things uh, before we, you know, dive into what we're going to talk on today. Um, uh, As you can see from the title of the episode, it does say church hurt, healing 
and recovering to grow and be a blessing to others. Now, I know it's a pretty, pretty long topic, but I I really wanted to add in the healing, recovering and growing from it because um, while like learning about this topic, experiencing it firsthand also, and, you know, going through Bible study on it, I realized like, I didn't even find enough sermons that tells us that we can actually heal from it, recover from it, and use it to be a blessing to the body of Christ. So I really wanted to include this part in because how about we spread some positive cheer everywhere? Sprinkle some positive dust everywhere. So um, before we get into the topic now, I'm going to point out the four things I want to talk about. Um, So the first thing is, we should always be reminded when it comes to this particular topic is um, because it's not only about church hurt, like any kind of hurt, you know, we should always be reminded that the devil is out there and he is against the church. We are the target. He, he like he pries and comes after us. You know, he's a roaring lion seeking for whom he can devour. You know, there is something like, um, I don't know if some of you listened to episode, I think 15 or 14 with my friend Kudzai when we were talking about forgiveness and uh, all the stuff that it takes for you to actually forgive people. And we did mention that sometimes, you know, it'll be good for us. It's not sometimes, like all the time, it'll be good for you to be like, it's not that person who is acting this way. The devil is the one, you know, pushing the person and the devil is the one behind the action, not the person. So um, I'm actually pointing this out, not to say that um, whatever maybe anyone who is listening to me might have gone through is just, you know, just push it aside. I don't want to make it seem small, but I'm just trying to tell us that we should like live in the consciousness of the devil is coming after the body of Christ. He's coming after unity. He's coming after community. He's coming after fellowship. He is coming after the kids of, you know, our Heavenly Father. So that is something for us to always have at the back of our minds. And the second thing I would like to um, say is, you know, I've probably said this a lot of times, but that is just because I do love that podcast. And maybe it is a sign for you who's listening to me to go and listen to the podcast. Uh, it is called The Same Room um, by Pastor Stephanie Ike and a few of her friends. And now I feel like I do a lot of promo here. Should we call these people? <laughs> but then I did love that episode. And it like it created a, uh, a place in my in my heart because they made me to pray a certain kind of prayer and I saw the fruit of that prayer. And she was like, it is possible for you to pray for God to give you the right kind of church the right kind of you know people in your life the right kind of sisters uh friends uh fellowship like it is possible for you to pray and desire those things it is good for you to desire a healthy community around you because you can grow when you're in a healthy place that is like the thing you can grow in life in christ and you know preparing towards eternity you can grow in a healthy place. So it is possible for you to make those bold prayers and it will happen. And the sec- the third thing is, um, I'm going to read this anonymous quote. <laughs> it's anonymous. We don't know the guy. We might find the guy later. So, but the anonymous quote says, uh, churches are not museums that display perfect people. They are hospitals where the wounded, the hurt, the injured, and the broken find healing. 
um and this just sums it up to say churches are imperfect because people are imperfect and we all just serve a perfect god and i think this is also a reminder for us you know pastor joyce Meyer said something she was like when you deal with people you always gonna have issues because you're dealing with people <laughs> so it it's for me like i always i always try to put my mindset on everything in life like it's on the receiving end like it's for the person on the receiving end if i act in a certain kind of way say certain kind of words and the person who i'm saying it to doesn't really like um doesn't really put a lot of weight on it or doesn't really like has a mentality of a mentality that says this thing she's saying is not gonna hurt me i know it's not coming from her or maybe it's coming from the devil and even if it's not like you're trying to say it's coming from the devil you're just like my heart is in a good spot and i will not let this thing change the cause of my direction or make me bitter or make me angry you know everything in life is on the receiving end the person how do you respond to the things that happen in your life so uh yeah so yeah so the church is a place where we all come to find healing we all come to find community we all come to find what jesus said we would find in his bride so yeah and the last thing is uh you can actually heal and recover from this and that is something that i wanted to point out as a last thing because it will it is what will introduce us to i'm gonna give you guys eight points today the first four is how you can actively work on any kind of hurt church hurt too to be precise and the f the last four are gonna be for your mind because personally for me i have gone through this mine might have been small but it was very traumatic at some point for me so um i got to a point where i realized it starts with my mind and it's gonna end with my mind too like from my mind i can take those active bold steps to a better place a better situation a healthier situation and um i just want to tell anyone listening to me out there it is possible for you to heal and recover and be happy and spread good cheer and be a better person and just represent jesus how he is to be represented in his church so um we're just gonna kick off from there and i really just want to point it out especially when i said that it is possible for you to make bold prayers about a community that is gonna teach you real real christ love because that was my story i made those bold prayers i spoke to god about it countless number of times i was like lord a healthy community a healthy community and he just like literally picked me up and just put me in a healthy community in a place where i was understood not just understood but i got to understand myself through the word that was being you know poured into me from the bible you know i got to really like understand my bible properly i got to you know see where people will just love you and really exhibit the true truest form of love and it got me to a place where i was like this is what the bible says we should show forth in the earth so god can really do that for you he can put you in the right place he can give you the right fellowship the right community and you will thrive in that you will grow in that and no matter what you face in that there is a backing for you so uh, i really do 
you know encourage you to make some bold prayers and so the first uh question i i got like in the midst of doing all of this is what is church hurt so i'm going to give you guys a brief definition of what church hurt is so church hurt is defined as emotional or physical pain felt by someone inflicted by maybe words actions or inactions of a person of leadership in a church maybe a congregation of the church or maybe a person who represents the church and another question i often got was does it exist is church hurt real and the truth is it is real like if you get to meet a lot of like christians you're gonna know that it does exist and it is real and the truth about it is it, it is that it does affect um like a lot of people some people like it's really easy for them to just like you know but some other people the experience can take a very long time for them to come out of it and it might even affect the person's relationship maybe with a particular church or maybe even the church in general or maybe god or maybe the person's ability to fellowship or connect with the congregation you know it does it is something that it is real and it is deep but then we can always um we can always be hopeful that you know you can come out of it and there is something that i really just want to point out first before we get into our eight steps is that above all everything you should always remember that god doesn't like church hurt like he is against it and this is because our god is a god who desires to meet us in a he desires to meet us in a tender place and he he desires to meet us in a place where he provides healing he doesn't force us he doesn't control us our god doesn't manipulate us and all he wants to do is just to restore us to love us to be with us and you know when this gets taken away from him like he doesn't like it because he wants all his children close no matter who they are no matter where they've been he loves us all and that is something that we should always always remember and um there are some few things that we need to note that church hurt can affect people in like three ways because it will affect the weaknesses the people who might have seen it happen um it might affect affect how they they view the person who did it to the other person or maybe they view the church so it does affect the weaknesses the people surrounding whatever is going on and it also affects the church so these are the things that uh, that it affects the church in general because um sometimes it might result to someone leaving the church the ministry and it would just mean that the church is missing some some important part you know one person like a soul a single soul is so 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 important to god and that talent is being taken away that person is gone and it also affects the body of christ in general like um sometimes we church heard the the body of christ gets you know represented like in the wrong way you know so that's how church hurt can affect it can affect the witnesses it can affect the church in particular and it can affect the body of christ as a whole uh but then you know our god is faithful i keep saying that god is good god is faithful i feel like you know i'm in a state of always like proclaiming that god is good god is faithful because like like i love to sing this song um always good 
it's i think i remember the guy's name i'm gonna remember later but then the song says even when you know even when things are not going properly god is always good so for me like it became like a habit where i'm always like saying god is always good god is always good even when i'm not good he's good (laughs) so um i'm gonna give us some active um things that we can do to like a walk on you know church hurt so the first thing i'd like to start with is forgiveness and i know like this was supposed to be like the the fourth thing but i wanted to put it first because you know forgiveness is something that we should never forget that it is not for the person who hurt you forgiveness is for you it is for your freedom and the truth is we have all been commanded to give forgiveness just as christ forgives us a lot um he commands us to forgive whether we got an apology or not whether the people atoned for what they did or not our command is to forgive as christ has forgiven us and um the bible does tell us a few things on how to deal with church hurt and i'm gonna give you guys a a few scriptures you know we we gotta dabble on some scriptures for now <laughs> so how does the bible tell us to deal with church hurt our first scripture is from ephesians 4 verse 32 which says be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another as god in christ forgave you and our second scripture is from matthew 6 verse 12 and it says forgive us as we forgive those who sin against us and third scripture is uh okay i'm gonna save that one for later but then um for me like when i read out these two scriptures and why i wanted to read them out to you all this because these are like biblical that's always a hard word for me to say (laughs) but these are like biblical like instructions for us to follow when dealing with church hurt it says we should be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another just as christ did and we should forgive as um as we forgive those who sin against us that's like so important and how should we treat our brothers and sisters in christ luke 6 verse 31 tells us as and as you wish that others would do to you do so to them romans 14 verse 1 says as for the one who is weak in faith welcome him but not to quarrel over opinions and Thessalonians 5 verse 11 says, Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. And my favorite of them all is Proverbs 15 verse 1. It says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but the harsh word stirs up anger. You know, um, this is how we are all supposed to treat our dear brothers and sisters in Christ and outside of Christ because outside of christ is how you show them what is in christ so like the bible clears it clearly states it out and i really just encourage anyone out there listening to me right now um you forgive just forgive i remember this um this teaching i listened to by pastor robert madu from social dallas and he said i don't need closure like that's how he would say it like that's his tone like he was like i don't need closure and you know it like it does change your perspective in many ways because there's some things you're holding on to like holding on to like 
This person gotta say they're sorry before I let them go. This person gotta do this before I let them go. I cannot do that. Like, you are wasting a lot of your days being mad at someone who sometimes they don't even know that you're mad at them. They don't even know that they did anything wrong. But then you're living in anger and bitterness and so many things. And you can, you know, you can pray. You can talk to God. You can ask the Holy Spirit for her. Because for me, I always try to, like, let everyone know. I always say it, like, the Holy Spirit was sent as our helper. And it's not only in some things you have to include his help in. In everything. And things like forgiveness, which are so hard to do. But yet they are the right things to do. You cannot do them by your might. You cannot do them by your strength. You cannot do them by the help of the Holy Spirit. So you pray. And you tell God, I want to release the per- this person. I want to let go. Find closure in Jesus. You know, before anything else can happen. Like before maybe... They want to for- ask for forgiveness or something. Find your closure in Jesus. There are a lot of people I let go a lot of, like, a lot of times. And, you know, a long time ago, I was just like, Kalas, bye-bye. <laughs> I just said Kalas. But in Arabic, I think that means finish. Yeah, it means finish. So I was just like, Lord, I'm letting them go. I cannot keep myself in bondage for nothing. Like, I'm wasting my days, you know being angry over those things now um so forgiveness is like a major major thing and my second thing is so i have notes (laughs) so my second thing is do not judge every church the same so this falls back to the first thing i was saying you can actually pray for god to give you like a right community and everything because you know there is this there is this carousel i made on twitter one time and i had it sprung up a discussion with so many other people and i was like for a long time it took me a while to settle into the church i'm in right now like this is me being very honest because it took me months for me to say hi to anyone for me to like you know after church finishes i was gone i was gone because i had you know come out from a place of you know, so many years, maybe close to 15 years where I saw a lot of things and it wasn't really the right thing. Like most of the part was okay. But then like when in my mind, I was like, if I start getting involved, if, you know, maybe some African drama is just going to repeat itself right here, right now. So it took me a while to talk to anyone, to get involved, to serve, to do anything. I was just like, Lord, I just want to go for the word and go back home. I don't want to do anything. I'm afraid something's going to happen. But then do not judge every church as the same. Because like I, I was saying in the in the Twitter carousel, I was like, I got to see that what I, I had seen is not what I'm seeing right now. Like what... I was so afraid of. I couldn't see it. I just saw love. I just saw peace. I just saw understanding. I saw transformation. I just saw loving people who didn't who didn't say your anxiety was crazy or it's not like your anxiety. I'm I'm like Pastor how they calling him? Pastor Charles. He was like, Don't be calling it your anxiety. And it's true. Don't call it your anxiety. It's not yours throw it away so um but just the fact that like there's something i always say when you when you actually acknowledge the fact that you're going through something or when you actually point out 
what you're going through. That's how you get the solution to combat it. That's how you get the solution to fight it and get the victory over it. So if you're anxious for a minute, you can say, I'm anxious right now. And because you identify that it is anxiety, you can be able to find a solution for that anxiety. But when you keep, when you live in denial that this is not what is happening with me, it's like someone who is maybe sick and then says, oh, um, I'm not going to take care of myself because I don't, I don't see any sickness. But then they're, they're like, they're like falling off. So what does that mean? Like if you don't identify it, you don't get to start eating properly, sleeping properly and taking care of yourself because the truth is no matter how much prayer you make, no matter how much, you know, spirituality you have, if you don't eat well, sleep well, your body is not going to do the work that God has called it to do. So you need to take care of that temple that God has given to you. So it's just all of that in one beat. So it did take me a while to like get settled. So I remember there was this lady who she actually noticed me because I would come in and go out. And that was during the face mask period where we are all covered in our faces. But then I was always changing my hair. So she would be like, I recognize you, but you keep changing your hair. And I started laughing. So she was just like, but you're always alone. Do you want to have coffee with me? I was like, no, I don't want to have coffee. I want to go. Because that time I used to go to church in the morning and then I have work in the evening. So I was like, I have work. I want to go rest a little bit and I'm going to go to church, uh, go to work. So she would keep talking to me. And then since my name is a little bit different, she would be like, I love your name. Like she always talks to me about my name and encourage me. So she was the first person I was actually like talking to all the time. And she was just like, like out of the blue she was like you cannot do life alone that day it just came out of some some way i don't know but that was god talking so she was like i want to put you in a bible study so i was like i took my time i was like really yeah she was like yeah let me put you in a bible study get to meet one or two people and get to just understand and grow and get to know what we are about so i was like okay and i got into a bible study and that was like a start of everything it was where I just got to see God. Like, I got to experience a kind of love that I've never seen before. I got to experience real authenticity with God and just being myself with God. And that was something that I really did appreciate because I didn't know how to be myself with God before. I just had to have it all figured out. And I got to, like, as you grow, you get to understand, you get to know what is what. So that was just the beginning of everything. So I'd really like to encourage you, do not judge every church the same. And we shouldn't like, we should maybe start debunking the statement of, you know, because you will get into some church communities that will shift your perspectives and shift your mind. And you will just like, so you should be grateful that there are communities that actually show who Jesus is. And for me, it was just something that it took me a while to finally understand. Because even on the day where I was going to my Bible study, I, I was on, on the road and I was like, should I go or should I go back home? You know, and I remember there was this friend of mine and she made a statement. Like she made a statement. She was like, do you know, even you trying not to serve, trying not to like, talk to people in church or maybe trying to understand the place that you have gotten to because this was a new church environment for me and so uh it is diff it is very different from a place i've i had been in um because i was practically there all my life my whole youth and 15 years is not like like nothing so that's like my whole life everything was centered around there so she was like it's a new place and just you even trying not to do anything or to 
get involved or to to serve and to grow and to just get to understand is you having pride and that was where i opened my eyes and i was like huh he was like yeah that's pride right there because you're telling god like lord you cannot do anything you cannot show me something i've not seen and i was like okay that's another beautiful side to see it and we all know what the bible says about the prideful so i was like open to understanding what you know this community was about and it has been the best thing that has ever happened to me so that's why i said um god will bless you with what you've been praying for and do not judge every church the same and the fourth thing is i think it's the third or the fourth (laughs) so the third thing is do not talk negatively of the church or the church you had or that church you had been there before or the one that hurt you or the people that hurt you you know there is something that i always say the battle the battle is not yours it is it is god's it's not your battle it's not your place for you to walk around saying this church is bad this one is bad no it it's it might not work for you but it works for another person you might not have the best experience there but it is the best best oh wow what is going on i think my subscription is coming to an end (laughs) so but it might not be what works for you but it works for someone else so you cannot like try to walk around and try to you know get everyone on your side and then be like no this place is not good these people are not good like sit quiet like it's not your place to do that it is god he is the only just judge because you are maybe judging or talking from a place of hurt and it's not the right thing for you to do and it is not your place for you to do too you know that just really reminded me of this quote that says when you're angry with someone don't walk around you know gossiping and then trying to find more people to get on your boat of being angry with a person so but it is true don't walk around talking and you know no matter what degree of hurt you might have experienced um still don't talk about it negatively because the truth is you have learned some things from that place which you were in and yeah that's how it is you have learned something so uh for me like for me uh changing churches i i'm just like appreciative of the things i learned in the place i was i try to like focus more on the positive things i learned yeah the positive things I learned more than the negative. They the positive do outweigh the negative. And this just leads me to talk about some two things which I think it's very, very important for us to put at the center of this particular topic before we move on to our next four things is that um church hurt does happen for two reasons. This is how I narrowed it down. For two reasons. The first reason is it'll happen because that is not a place that God maybe once for you i'm I'm just gonna be like very very plain and truthful about it because um like i said you might be fruitful in some places but then if you're planted in another place it's not where you blossom it's not where you will grow it's not where you will learn what god wants you to learn and maybe you're comfortable too comfortable there so sometimes some things happen for you to move from that place god is calling you to a higher a higher thing he wants to teach you something more maybe you've gotten used to everything that's going on and he wants to teach you something new he he has seen that maybe like that's the first scenario like it is it it happens for you to move it happens for a change to happen in your life 
that's why it happens sometimes i'm not saying god is going around causing people to like give you trauma or speak bad words to you because he wants to shift you from there but i'm saying some things happen for a reason and one of those reasons might be because um you know it is for you to move on to uh, the land where god is calling you to you can also see it like that and the second thing is while why church had happened sometimes is because uh god is wanting to use you as the change that place needs he wants you to be the change of that place he wants you to be the one to embody his love and give it to other people he wants you to be the one to take a stand and be like this is not right the way this person was treated the way i was treated the way this thing is done the way this system works it's not right it's not biblical we should work on it sometimes god wants you to be that change in that place because not every church hurt wants you to like or gives you the opening to be like oh i'm done they did this i'm done i'm leaving or this is blah 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 but sometimes god does it and calls you to still stay he's like you stay this is the place for you but i this is happening because you have to do something about it and sometimes it's like crystal clear god will tell you like he will tell you for me i just had i had a, a state where he was like this is not where i'm calling you to you're trying to hold on but i've taken you out of there a very long time ago you're the one who's not moving so he was like for me i felt like i was pushed to the wall so much for me to actually now agree with what god was saying because i was holding on i was clinging on to you like, i'm not letting it go and i was pushed so much i experienced so much and i was like okay lord i i hear you i hear you so it it, it does happen in both ways and it is for you to seek God and listen to him when he's speaking to you and know what he's telling you to do with whatever you have experienced. And we're going to move on to um, our steps to deal with our minds. Like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, and having a lot of conversations with a lot of you guys and also some of my friends here in Dubai. Um, we So many people have just ended up working on their minds. And even for me, I had to work on my mind a lot. And as the Bible said, you know, renew your mind. You keep, and renew of the mind is not like a one-day thing. Uh, it is like a school where you keep going and you keep learning, you keep discovering, and you just keep uncovering stuff. So renewing your mind is a daily thing. It's a thing you walk towards. You walk in you renew your mind daily so i really wanted to like include this in because everything does start with our mind you know when you think it it becomes and when you think about something or your thoughts are your actions and that's the truth so everything does stem from our minds it does start from our minds so if you have your mind like in the right direction or you renew your mind concerning whatever might have happened to you it will help to direct your path in the right place and it will just help to give you the freedom that you need uh so i'm gonna give uh, a few ways for us to deal with this um the first thing is for you to like um how you can look at church hurt for you to move on from it so um for a way i want to use a word which is like um usually when people hear it they're thinking about maybe like physical or something like that but sometimes uh there is mental abuse also so sometimes you can just change your perspective and change your mind to be like 
look at churchhood as abuse so um actually church leaders actually have great power and um the thing we have to understand is great power does come with great responsibility and if someone actually misuses that that power uh the result of that misuse is called abuse actually that's how it's defined even in the oxford dictionary so um and abuse um it means to act in a manner that can cause a bad effect or for a bad purpose misuse so actually um misuse of power can happen and um you can call that abuse also so it's it might not necessarily be that someone you know raised a hand on you maybe there were words also because words are powerful there's something that we should all know words are powerful before you talk you should actually think about what you're saying to the other person because the truth is we are all not wired the same we are all not made the same we are not all the same the way i would um understand and respond to something is not the way someone else would understand and respond to it so we should all know how we can you know uh treat our fellow brothers and sisters the same or in the way that will be better for them so um i'm just going to give you guys uh two things um the church has power to gather it has power to encourage and to heal god's people and on this side it is very positive so i'm giving you guys some few positive things so the first thing would be for your mind is to separate the church hurt from god's character and i had to put this at the very top of the list because um like we said at the beginning sometimes church hurt does um actually cause some people to you know take a step back from god and maybe they're not praying as they used to they're not um serving as they as they used to definitely maybe you know especially when someone says okay i'm leaving the church and some people do leave the body of christ in in a whole and some maybe they just switch to another church or maybe some they just uh, the lukewarm spirit just comes over them and even they, if they're in church they're just like full of rage and anger everywhere and that just it does cause a ripple effect i think because hurt people do hurt people so they might just like you know spur it out on someone else and then it keeps multiplying and all those kind of things so it will be good for you to separate the church hurt from god's character because the truth is um some aspects of god's character are crystal clear throughout the entire bible and um if you feel you know beaten down by a church community it is important for you to take a step back for a moment and just remind yourself who our god is and that he is not a part of any hurtful actions and i just have like a few things to describe who god is here it says um god is love and he loves justice he is merciful and he is very humble uh our god is for the poor in spirit uh the grief stricken he's for the humble he's for the broken hearted and the peacemakers and our god stands against the proud and for the humble our god you know his presence shows up as love as joy as peace as kindness as patience goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control and you can find that in galatians 5 verse 22 to 23 so um 
you can even also look at the life of Jesus Christ while he walked on the earth. Now, that is like my favorite thing. I love the Gospels because I get to see how Jesus loves us and how Jesus was for everyone. And you can even see that throughout Jesus' time on the earth, he he gave like, you know, he gave uh, attention to three categories of people. <laughs> Let's just talk about this one quickly. So... He spoke to those people who abused their power. And you can find all of this in Mark, Matthew, and Luke. I'm going to have some scriptures in the show notes for you guys. So Jesus, he actually gave his harshest words to religious leaders who judged, criticized, oppressed, and left people out. Jesus didn't like that. And people who created cliques um, always tempted other people and used their power against, you know, the poor and the stricken. So, you know, you should be you should be convinced that Jesus is someone who loves and someone who is for you. So you have to separate anything that has happened to you that might have been hurtful and say that this is not my Jesus. And you can also see that throughout his work, he was also for the sufferers, people who suffered. Jesus drew very close to people who were hurting, wounded, sick and suffering. He didn't blame them for their suffering, nor did he like marginalize them or, you know, discourage them. But instead, he encouraged them. He helped them. He treated them like every time Jesus walked into a place, he would always look for the sick to heal them because he knew how it is. So actually, when you look at this God, when you look at who Jesus is, you would see that this is not his character. And he also like paid attention to people who were marginalized. Uh, they love to marginalize. They would love to separate the rich from the poor and, you know, all those kind of things. So for me, like when I look at these things in the Bible and I see who Jesus was, the people he paid attention to, I get to know that this is not who my God is. Because sometimes when church hurt does happen, for me, like there was a time where I was like, Lord, this cannot be your church that you spoke about in your word. Like I was like, this is not the church you talked about. It. Sometimes I was like asking him a lot of questions. I was doubtful and everything. But then he will restore what he said. He will show you what he said his bride is. We can see how God describes the church so beautifully in his word. So it is possible sometimes you ask questions, you doubt. But then looking at Jesus' character, looking at how God is, you get to know. So I would really advise that you start renewing your mind by separating the hurt from who Jesus is and who God is. And um, my second uh, thing is for you to recover your power, take back your power. And um, I'd really, really just advise you in three ways here is for you to prioritize your emotional recovery first. So we are talking about renewing your mind. So it is not your job to have empathy for those in power who hurt you. There might be a time for forgiveness and reconciliation down the road, you know. Um, But it is far important that you separate yourself out from the harm and restore the parts of yourself that were wounded. And this is like so, so important for a day and age where we try to have it all figured out. And we try to have it look like it's all under control and we are just a wreck. So if you realize that the hand is poisonous... And it is like eating up every other part of your body. Cut it off and throw it away. 
I'm not saying cut your hand off right now. So, but then, <laughs> so, but then it's like a very real thing. Like for me, I remember there was a time I had to like tell everyone around me. I was like, I'm taking a break from you all. I'm taking a break. I need time to like take a step back, understand whatever is going on with me because I had reached a point where I didn't even want to hear about some certain kind of people. I didn't want to see them. I was just like getting angry when I heard their names, when I even saw a picture of them. So there was a day I sat down. I was like, you can't continue like this. Something is wrong. So you got to find out what is wrong and you have to deal with it. So the first thing I did that was in my mind and in my spirit and it had been there for a while. I was like, okay, I'm going to take a step back from these people and understand everything that's going on. That step back didn't work though because it went all wrong. I was hoping it was going to go right. But then um, it, it just ended up being a mess because I did wish that, you know, the step back was respected. You know, sometimes the space does help you you know, get a clear head, but then, um, life has the way it, it has it be that, you know, things play out how they play out. But then the step back for me was like the most refreshing time of my life during, um, you know, the year I was like, I had like, the, my brain was so peaceful and clear. I could actually see things. And that's what I started understanding what was going on, why I was angry and then I had to start dealing with those things. So take a step back and just like do what you got to do for your emotional recovery first. That's like the first thing. And the second thing is for you to seek support. Like talk to a trusted friend. I want to put trusted first. Just talk to a trusted friend. Uh, for me, like talk to your family. I really would really advise that your family, your sisters, your brothers, your close family members who will pray with you who like understand with you and who walk with you through everything. Like talk to them, talk to a leader who is trusted, talk to maybe a Bible study, you know, family or friend or whatever. So find a support that is very, you know, very safe, a safe space for you. And the last thing is for you to, um, you have to wait to communicate until you have a strong support system a strong mind and the strength to actually carry on. And this is something that I really want to, I really want to talk about because for me, like for the longest of time after I was like done with my space, I told myself, okay. And I had a word with my family. I was like, okay, I feel like, okay, I can start letting some of these people in one by one. Um, because I was really trying to hold on to some people. Like, uh, I loved them and I really wanted them to go the long way. So I was like, okay, maybe I can, I think I've done a few months. I feel like I'm in a better place now. But immediately I brought in back one or two, three people. It was like everything came back. And I was like, Lord, I thought I, I thought it was the right time. And he was like, it was not the right time for me. I didn't tell you to do anything. You did it. You know, you did it. And it was because of some circumstances, some circumstances that happened, some situations that happened. Because for me, it wasn't like the right time to but then things happened and I was just like, I feel like it was also a uh, a way for God to put an end to something. So I was just like, when I brought back two or three people in, everything just happened again. And I realized I was still walking through a healing journey. So I was like, okay, Lord, I get it. We're not done. Let's do it again. So you have to wait until it is, you're strong enough. You have the strength and you have a support network. You have a community backing you before you can start communicating so many things. So I did write down something and I'm going to read for you guys. It says, once you are clear about the nature of your hurt, 
so during the time you're clear about this um you might try communicating boundaries maybe with the leaders with friends the church communities but please do not take a step in this alone don't take a step without the holy spirit don't take a step without you know a family member a friend a confidant and accountability partner don't take a step in it alone because you will you will need it it is it is very wise to enlist help to ensure that you don't get pulled back up into a web of you know toxicity and experience more harm so this is this is just like in my example um it it comes back twice as hard as you had to deal with it before and you just realize that oh oh no it's not working and you get to you know start start dealing with everything again and then just talking with god about it and i feel like the second time is when he was like this is your freedom take it just take it and it has been like a very beautiful season for me like since after i was like okay lord we're not gonna do it anymore <laughs> like that time you're listening to him you're like okay i listen to obey i listen to obey i listen to obey and you just get your freedom you just let go like like i know everyone's situation might not be like my example because i didn't want to use anyone else's example here um it would just now be like a case study or something like that but my experience is what i'm sharing with you all so um you know listening to obey it's so important it's very important that if god tells you no it's a no and usually we hear the no but then i don't know what's going on with us like when he tells you no don't do it when he tells you go then go like he talks we hear but then sometimes we don't want to listen so it would be good for us to listen especially when it comes to sensitive topics like this and the last thing i have for you is for you to reclaim your spiritual practices again and go back to praying go back to serving go back to doing what god has called you to do and this for me this was like something that i'm just so grateful to god for i was like talking about it with my caregiver and you know um we were just conversing about this i was like I'm so grateful to God that, you know, um, I got put into a Bible study when I got put into it. And, and that was when I was just like maybe two or three months old in the church, three to four months old. So I got put into a Bible study. And quickly after that, you know, I had the friend who told me about like, talk to like, like open up yourself to be used by God. And it's pride for you to like, you know, put up boundaries with god not with his people because now you are putting up boundaries with him yeah so i was like it it was very very timely for me and also there was just something i just really thank god for because for me like all throughout my life i always felt like god was my safe space i had this teacher once one time and we we, we met up online on zoom to study the bible so there was a day she asked me she was like in your life how many like who, it, it, like do you have some i i cannot really like say the question like properly now because it's been a very long time she was like like do you have some close friends like blah 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 blah. that was way before and i was like no she was like really i was like no i was like my friend my best friend is the holy spirit and she was like what <laughs> she was like really are you sure you don't have one or two people i was like i don't know but if i'm being honest with you right now I feel like the Holy Spirit is my best friend and it it has been like that for a very long time. I've always felt like I could talk to him about anything. I could like relate with him 
and I always felt like he was listening to me without judgment and he was someone who I could actually have a proper conversation with. Now I'm talking to someone's like, oh, she's cuckoo. But it's true. Like, he was sent for us. So I, I made him a personal confidant. So for the longest time, I, I always say this, I feel like I have a clinginess to God. Like, I'm clinging on to him. Like, even if he tries to let go of me, like, it's not going to work because... For me, like, I've always just been so dependent on God for, like, all my life. Because, you know, we all have our own stories and we grew up differently and everything. So, I grew up without a dad. And for the longest of time, for me, God was, like, that father figure in my life. So, I always, like, had that dependence on him. And that's how I grew up until, you know, where I am right now. So, for me, the way I am with God is because of, you know, the the way I see him. So I was just so grateful to God that throughout everything I had experienced, um, the things I heard throughout me moving from one fellowship community to another fellowship community, which was not a very good experience at all. Uh, it was horrible. And, you know, it was really, really horrible. Like, um, if there's one thing I had um, my friend tell me, she was like, there is only one thing people should be concerned about when someone is move leaving a church, especially when the person was maybe active and serving and all that kind of thing. Like if maybe you guys have talked it out and everything, like she was like, we should all first of all understand that the body of Christ is one. Uh, when we get to heaven, no one's going to be like elevation church, move one side, transformation church, move one side. Like those are my examples because I love those churches. But then, that's not what is going to happen in heaven. They're not going to be like, oh, the lead pastor of this church, move your people to this side. No, we're all one people when we get to heaven, one body. There's not going to be any separation. So she was like, the body of Christ is one. Um, people should be concerned when people are leaving the church. Like, if they're backsliding, we get concerned. If they are just like stopping church in general, like we don't want to fellowship. Like, it's in the Bible. I'm not saying you going to church... Or you having a community, what is going to guarantee you to go to heaven? But it is something that God tells us to do as a command. Do not forsake the assembly of the saints. Because he knows that that's where we thrive. That's where we grow. That's where we get to know him more also. You can study in your house. But have you ever tried studying with someone else? It's amazing. So your quiet times with God are also good. And your times with other fellow, other, other Christians are also good. So they work, they work together, I feel. So uh, I'm just, for me, I'm really so grateful that I held on to God's word throughout everything I experienced. I held on to his word and he was my best friend. He was still my best friend through it all. And like, I just, I just love that the fact that like God will still live love in my heart and in so many of our hearts when we go through very, very hard periods of times in our lives because I found myself growing I, 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 I was in a state where I was like Lord I am like brand new right now I'm like wash my mind like it's a weird thing to say but I was like wash my mind clean my brain like I want to be like a brand new Christian I didn't know anything before I want to relearn I want to unlearn all these religious ways and all these things that didn't work I want to unlearn all of them. And I want to learn about who you are. And he listened to the prayer. I got to start growing. I'm very interested in learning anyway. So I I'm, I always want to learn. So 
I got to start learning and everything. So we should be just concerned if if you see your fellow brother like leaving a church and going to another church, maybe nothing even happened. Because for me, when I moved my church, it was not like anyone did anything to me. You know, no one did anything to me. What happened to me came after I left. So nothing happened to me. The pandemic happened and you know, I was finding a church to fellowship in. I could not be in my house and keep doing online services. I love online services, by the way. But then the pandemic happened. I was, I'm far away from home. And my mom was like, just find a church and just go. My church wasn't open by that by that time then because the pandemic was just closing. So she was like, you're going through a hard time. That was when I was going through so much with my work and so many things were just happening with my health. So she was like, you cannot be alone like this go to a church find something so i just went on google and i just googled i was like church is near me and the first church that came up i just went there and i remember my second service in the church when i walked in because i'm like a very big fan of maverick city like it's funny but that i'm a fan girl maverick city so if you know maverick city music i think i'm doing a little promo on this on this podcast yeah let's talk to them about it so I I remember walking into the church that day. The lights were down. That was my second service. And it was the first time I actually sat in the main main auditorium or whatever. So I walked in and they were singing this song. Um, All Your all your Promises Are Yes and Amen by Maverick City. And I remember that day. I, I don't know where tears came from. But tears just fell out of my eyes. And I remember like a very loud voice. I will never forget a very loud voice told me, you are home. Like, this is home. This is where you're supposed to be. You are here. And I remember just sobbing. No reason for sobbing. But then I just felt like God spoke to me. Because I had been searching. And I had been praying. Where Because I remember someone told me, like, there was someone who said, when I actually, when he actually heard that I actually left, left the church. And, like, two people said it. They were like, oh. We knew she was going to leave a long time ago. Like, I don't know what she was waiting for. It was a second person who said that just blew my mind. Because my friend was telling me, she was like, he said, she, he didn't know what you were waiting for all along. Like, he knew you were going to leave. So one way or other, you were going to leave because you, you never followed anything. If everyone was going, like, right, you, oh, you were going left. And I was just like, really? He said that? He was like, yeah, yeah, he said that. He was like, you were the odd bunch and you were the different one. That even, even because I was the one who always told people, be yourself, like be yourself with God and don't try to like, you know, do any other thing. And, you know, I was the one whom, if they said, don't listen to this, this church, you know, listen only to this church. And I would just be like, it's the body of Christ. I I think we should never like, um, uh, try to like bring down the, the fact that the Holy Spirit can actually give us discernment. Like for me, there's something I always say, like I don't listen to anything if God is not in it. And if he doesn't tell me, like he has to tell me that this is for you, listen to it. This sermon is for you, listen to it. This podcast is for you. This book is for you, read it. So we have the spirit of discernment where even if we start something and we see that it's not working, like it's not aligning with our spirit, like you have that thing in you that tells you that this is not for you. I remember there was this day quite clearly. I'm someone who I love listening to Pastor Michael Todd. I've been watching his services for what, maybe four to five years now. I love listening to him. 
and I've never like missed one of his Sunday services. That's what I do on my Sunday evening if I don't have something else, you know. So I've been listening to him for so long. I remember two years ago, there was a message, you know. I remember that I was just listening to a bunch of messages because I'm a big YouTube fan. I would one message after the other. And when that message came on and he was talking, 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 there was a part he reached. Like, I heard it so loud. The Holy Spirit told me, this one is not for you. You've already passed this particular stage. So move on to the next one. Like immediately I stopped the message and I found the next one and I listened to that one. So for me, like even with the, the Christian music we listen to, God will tell you if it's the right one you're listening to. So we shouldn't like think that we don't have the spirit of discernment. We all have the spirit of discernment. We all can use it. So he was like, that girl was already like, you know, when they, they were saying, don't listen, to, don't listen to this pastor, she was listening to the pastor. When they said, don't listen to this other Christian song, listen to this, she was already doing her own thing. So I knew that she was, she, this is not her place. God was bringing her somewhere else. I was like, he is actually right because God does bring you to where he wants you to thrive and grow. And, you know, he works in marvelous ways. So I really just want to encourage you, take back your spiritual practices. If maybe you have been like, uh, lukewarm or angry or something like I said there are two scenarios for you to look at this in so sit down with yourself talk to God ask God what are you trying to let me know are you trying to get get me to stay in this place and be the change here or are you trying to you know move me to somewhere else maybe I've gotten comfortable for me I just feel like I had gotten comfortable I was just comfortable with the level at which I had known God I was comfortable with you know how everything was operating because I had quite gotten um a hold of the system for long and i remember the there's this prayer one lady in in an equipped course i'm doing I, uh, she 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 made this prayer she was like lord help me to never get used to doing this get used to growing get used to knowing you and the prayer really did touch me because if you get used to god like it becomes really hard for you to experience who he is because the truth is god like he's the same yesterday today and forever but he's a god who is full of a lot of things so you can never know like the extent keep keep on wanting to know him keep on seeking him keep on seeking him and every other thing will fall in in place fall in line so i really do encourage you to pray again to love again don't be afraid to love uh for the longest time after a while for me i was just like afraid of like being myself again because i was like this person who is like jovial and very happy and I was loving and all of this kind of thing. So I was like afraid, like if I love too much and I'm so happy and making too many friends, then something is going to happen. But then you cannot deprive the world of who you are because of some certain experiences. God used that experiences to teach you something. You can give more love. So I really encourage you to take back your spiritual practices. And the last one I have for you is to talk to those people. Um, you know, sometimes when people hurt you, and uh, there are some that you can talk talk about it. So, um, and there are some that you can't, uh, because it ends up in a very it, it it might sound condescending. The discussion goes to a place where it's like you're trying to point out their faults, and uh, you know, things just like follow up with that. So you can you can ask God, should I talk to talk to these people about this and you know especially maybe for you who god is telling you to stay um i pray that he gives you the courage 
and the strength to be able to walk up to those people and right those wrongs. It might not be on you. Maybe you might have been a witness to something that might have happened to someone. And I really encourage you to pray for those people. Pray for those people. Confront the offender. Forgive them. Find a faithful partner. Resolve with your past. Like just sit down with yourself and pray about the things that have happened. And always remember they don't define your future. Like I just told you guys. You've heard my testimony. Anything that has happened to you does not define your future. God has the best installed for you. And you can always commit to acting love. Love everyone. Love the people around you. Love, love, love. And just keep on repeating this process again and again and again and again. And that's how you find the healthier version of you. The version that is the one who is in Christ, not of the world. The version of the, the one who loves, who loves without holding themselves back. Without thinking too much about it. Without even thinking if something is going to go wrong. So like I started this episode and I was telling you guys like I don't want to make anybody's issue be too small or too big. I really try to like generalize the whole idea and the topic of it. And I really do pray that in one way or the other it has blessed you or you've learned something. I laughed half of the way throughout everything. But I do pray that you picked up one or two things there. And... Maybe I'll do a follow-up episode. If you guys want to see a follow-up episode, please do let me know on Instagram or you can let me know here on Spotify. There's a what do you think about this episode question there and you can let me know. Put your, your questions, put your your concerns and I'm always open to listen and hear you. If you really want to get me, it's on Instagram. The She Strong Media Instagram, you can get me there. I'm always there to talk and to listen to you all. And I really just pray for everyone who has listened to the end. Um, It is a topic that is very broad. It is a topic that is very broad. And I might have used myself as an example. And I might have said uh, a part of my story, but not all of, a, uh, all of my story. So, and my experience of a little bit of church hurt might not have been your experience um like i said my experience came after i left the church that i had been there for a very long time that's when i started experiencing a lot of things and it did make me doubt god at some point because i was like lord this church you you told me about i'm not seeing it it did make me doubt true genuine love that can come from from people because um it was like people were just being nice to you so they could use you up and use up your energy, use up your time and everything you could give at the time you could give. So it did make me ask those questions. But then I got to see a love that doesn't ask for anything, a love that just gives, gives and keeps on giving without asking anything in return, which was the representation of Jesus that I needed to see in the time that I needed to see it for me to hold on to my faith. So I'd really encourage anyone listening to me out there to pray Pray without season, community, fellowship, friends, family. These things are so important and you have to be intentional about them. If there are some things I'm going to tell you right now is that, number one, don't let anybody make you feel like you're crazy for wanting the right kind of relationship and right kind of fellowship, right kind of church. I have this friend of mine, Asha Leah. I think a lot of people know Asha. So <laughs> she's a singer um but she's amazing so we get to have these back-to-back conversations and she was like she's lived in in london half of her life and she the church she is in right now this is the church she just got baptized in and we were talking through the whole baptism thing and everything and 
she was like when i walked into this place i know this was a place for me and the number of churches she visited before she got to this church was amazing and she was like i was praying to god and i was telling god i want that right community and i know you're gonna give it to me and it's okay for you to like go to churches first and see which one fits with your spirit it's totally fine i think we need to debunk that thing where it makes you feel bad for that so we had like this whole conversation because i also got baptized in this place i'm in it was my second baptism because the first one i was a kid and i felt like i didn't know anything then so now i know i i got baptized in 2022 again so we were just going back and forth with this discussion so it's okay for you to like take your time it's okay for you to pray about these things don't feel crazy don't feel bad it is valid the people in your life they're so so important the church you are currently growing in is so so important because you can be in a place and you're not growing when i say growing i mean in the things of god in the ways of god in the knowledge of god and in the wisdom of god if you find out that you're not getting the word of god like the real word of god and it's the one that is being sifted and it's always you know not the real word of god that's when you should ask questions that's when you should make bold prayers because you want to be taught the word of god we are all preparing towards an eternity with the father how about he finds us ready that would be nice we are getting ready for him so um it is a continual process of of getting to know him i really want to encourage you about that it's a continual process getting to the word every single day being a community that encourages you to get into the word every single day for me i i really just needed a community that encouraged me to know that my vulnerability was okay and it also encouraged me to actually stand up for myself and speak up for myself how god would want me to because i was a yes person for like half of my life like just yes and go with the flow and it was like mentally draining for me and i got to a point where i was just sick of of it all so you know i needed a, a safe space and god gave that to me he gave me a place where I could just be myself. You didn't need to add anything on top of it. Just be yourself and people love you as you are. You don't need to help A, B, and C before, you know, everything is okay. And, you know, just a place that understands who God is, understands who you are, and it just works together. So everything will work for your good. I really do encourage you to make bold prayers, pray, forgive, let go. The biggest part of this thing is letting go. Like I said, um sometimes you might just be like oh maybe your thing was small um maybe mine is bigger someone said really hurtful words to me some people acted very bad treated me wrong and something like that um for me i i experienced mostly words and actions i i did say a lot of actions which i didn't appreciate i wish it would have been better i really did and you know just recently someone like was messaging me on instagram and he was like apologizing and everything and i was like ah i had let go for a while and even here for me like the thing that came to my mind when i actually got that apology was that it didn't really matter because it really didn't change anything like getting the apology didn't like make me go like Hoo-hoo, i got the apology blah 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 you know it didn't really do that like on a very serious note like it was just like you know so actually you can just let go let go before the apology even comes and it is possible for you to just forgive as christ forgives us always so find your freedom in jesus 
I think we can find our identity, find our freedom in Jesus. And especially when we get to know that Jesus is not these things that have happened to me. We get to just hold on to him and rely on who he is. I was really wanting to do this episode. And, you know, if you guys need a part two, please let me know. And I really just pray for everyone. I would just like to pray for us before we, you know, get out of here. Uh, Lord, I thank you for a time where we've gotten to share about so many things um, involving you and your bride. So, Lord, I just pray that we will see the bride differently from today. We will see your people differently from today. And I pray that this episode will just inspire us to be the love that we are asking for and we are looking for. It will inspire us to be a change and it will inspire us to seek you more. And to know what you're telling us in the places that we are in. If you're telling us to go or if you're telling us to stay. If you're telling us to take a stand. If you're telling us to just forgive and finally be free. Lord, may we listen to obey. May we actually do the things that you're telling us to. Lord, we pray for our minds. May they be renewed continually by your word. We pray for peace in our hearts. We pray for joy. We pray for beautiful beautiful love to rest and abide in our hearts may we give it as you have freely given us in jesus name amen god bless you guys and our next episode has a beautiful beautiful guest i'm super excited and i'm looking forward to it so catch you guys in the next episode god bless Bye bye